This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Trivia for Kids, the podcast. I almost forgot what it was called. <laughs> oh, goodness. This is going to be a good one. My name is Casey. I'm Ren. And we're excited to be here with you today on this rainy Saturday morning. For re- episode 83. I know, 83. Wow. That's a lot. So yesterday was a great day. It was what? Wonderful. <laughs> it was wonderful. What did we do, though? What was it? Homecoming. It was homecoming for our high school. Mm-hmm. And man, homecoming is just the best. It was so fun. We have a parade. We had a tailgate with bouncy castles and games and food and then the football game. And it was just like an all-American fun day. And we were in the parade, weren't we? Yep. And do you like being in the parade or do you like being or do you like watching the parade to get the candy? Um, I wish that you could do both. be in the parade and they give you their candy. Oh, so you just want to be in the parade, but also... I like it when everyone screams my name when I walk past right. them. So yeah, the, the parade that we have, all of the kids from school get to come, the elementary school, middle school, high school. And so when Quinn and Ren and Brooks are in the parade, everybody's like, Ren, Brooks, Quinn, because it's all their classmates. And that makes you feel pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was a super fun day. Uh-huh. Until I got home last night and I had all these emails about me missing an answer from last week's episode 82. It wasn't that I got the answer wrong. It's that there was two answers and I just totally missed one of them. So I really try hard when I'm researching our trivia to make sure I have all the right answers and have everything correct. And, you know, life, we're human and we make mistakes. And I forgot that another person, another woman was also the wife and the mother of a U.S. president. So the for the answer I gave was Abigail Adams. That was kind of the harder of the two, I would think. And then I totally forgot about old Barbara Bush. Oh yeah. She was, yeah, George H.W. and George W.'s um mom and wife. So I totally forgot about her. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I redid the episode and I added her in. So if you listen to it and I said Barbara Bush and you didn't miss it at all, never mind. But there were a lot of people that were like, hey, uh, I think the answer is Barbara Bush. And so anyway, I had to fix it, but I'm so sorry. I do not like to make mistakes. I'm very particular about myself, but I'm human. So please forgive me. Do you forgive me, Ren? Uh, I wasn't in the episode, so I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Do you want some jokes? Yes, please. Joke number one comes from listener Brooklyn. Thanks, Brooklyn. Why was the mushroom invited to all the pizza parties? Because he was a fun guy. Because <laughs> they're funguses. They're fun guy. He's a fun guy. I love it. Question two comes from Ace. Thanks, Ace. Do you want to hear a construction joke? I'm still working. Sorry, I'm still working on it. I you got you it. That you like that one? Yeah. Joke number three comes from two different listeners, 
Blakely, and Avalon. Thank you. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? This is one of my favorites. Supplies! Supplies! Oh, I love that joke. The first time I heard it, I laughed and laughed. So good. And the last joke comes from Abby. Thanks, Abby. What does the cow say when it's in traffic? Move out of the way. (laughs) Thanks for the jokes, everybody. All right, let's do some trivia. Let's go. Here's how the show works. Trivia for kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. Round number one. The category is amphibians. Question one. What type of amphibians have both tails and limbs? Question two, true or false? Amphibians are cold-blooded. Question three, what are young frogs called? Question four, Where on earth do poison frogs live? Question five, true or false? Amphibians hibernate in winter. Question six, the world's largest amphibian can be more than 1.8 meters or 6 feet in length and is known as the Chinese giant what? Question 7. True or false? If you touch a toad, you can get warts. And now the answers to round one. Ren, do you say amphibian correctly with an M or do you say amphibian? I always thought it was amphibian, but am amphibian is the right way to pronounce it. What do you say? Am. I mean, an. You do say an. I know it's so hard. What a strange word. Okay. Question one. What type of amphibians have both tails and limbs? Geckos. Ooh, a gecko is a type of reptile. Lizards are reptiles, but the answer is salamanders and newts are the only amphibians with tails and limbs. That's kind of hard because when you look at a salamander or a newt, they look like lizards. So you assume that they're the same thing as like a gecko or a, you know, whatever, but nope. Or it could also be a frog. It depends on what stage of life you're talking about. Oh, is there a stage of life for the frog where they still have a tail, but they also have arms and legs? Yeah, they have a little, like, nub for a tail. Well, I think that would count, too. So, good answer. Good thinking on that. Okay. 
Question two, true or false? Amphibians are cold-blooded. True. It is true. Amphibians are cold-blooded animals, meaning that their body temperature is generated by the environment around them. Unlike warm-blooded animals such as mammals, amphibians cannot generate their own body heat. Instead, they rely on external sources of heat such as the sun or warm surfaces to raise their body temperature. It's a good thing that we are not cold-blooded because when it's 10 below in Iowa in the winter, it would be hard to raise our body temperature on our own, huh? No kidding. Question three. What are young frogs called? Tadpoles. They are called tadpoles. Tadpoles are the larval stage of a frog's life cycle. They hatch from eggs and have a fish-like appearance with a tail and no limbs. As they grow, they undergo metamorphosis, where they develop legs and lose their tails, eventually transforming into adult frogs. But as you just said, there might be a part of that stage where they have both for a little bit. Question four. Where on earth do poison frogs live? The Amazon rainforest? Yeah, that could be one of these. They live in wet, tropical forests in Central and South America. Their bright colors is a warning to predators to stay away. So the Amazon is a rainforest in South America. So yes, your answer was correct. I think poison frogs are beautiful. Have you ever seen them in a zoo? I've seen them on, like, a video. You've seen them in a zoo, like, in a tank, though, before, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like the blue and black ones the best. Or, like, the Remember green. Remember we saw, like, that pink one? Oh, I do. Was it all pink, right? Yeah, it was, like, plain pink, which is, like, a little bit of black. Oh, ones. they are so cool. I wish they were not poisoned so that you could have one as a pet. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Question five. True or false? Amphibians hibernate in winter. True. Yes, it's true. Amphibians often go into a state of dormancy during the colder months to conserve energy and survive harsh conditions. They may bury themselves in the ground or find shelter in logs or rocks, reducing their metabolic rate and becoming less active. This hibernation period helps them to avoid freezing temperatures and lack of food sources, ensuring their survival until warmer weather returns. That was a lot of words. Basically, their body slows down, their heartbeat slows down slow enough to hibernate because it's too cold and there's no food for them to eat until it warms up. Huh. I thought that only like bears did that. Yep. Bears and amphibians. Hmm. Question six. The world's largest amphibian can be more than 1.8 meters or six feet in length and is known as the Chinese giant what? Dragon. Salamander. The Chinese giant salamander is considered critically endangered in the wild due to habitat loss, pollution, and overcollection, as it is considered to be a delicacy and used in traditional Chinese medicine. Okay, so your dad is just a little over six feet tall. And if he laid on the ground and turned into a salamander, I would freak out. That is a huge salamander. Can you imagine? Oh, my word. Question seven. True or false? If you touch a toad, you can get warts. False. It's false. 
This myth is thought to have originated because many frogs and toads have bumpy, lumpy skin, and people at one time thought the bumps were contagious. Warts are contagious, but they aren't spread from animals to humans. Poor toads. They get that bad rap of giving people warts when it's just not true at all. I don't like that rumor. I feel bad for them. Yeah. Uh, we, ha- we used to have a pet toad when you were little. Do you remember what its name was? You were probably two or three. Its name was Raspberry. And we kept it in a little fish tank and it ate crickets from our lawn and it was awesome. And I have another frog. Yeah, you want another toad? Well, it's going to be hibernating right now because it's almost winter. Oh, shoot. Round number two, the category is islands. Question one, an island is a piece of land that is completely surrounded by what? Question two, the largest island on earth is actually a country known as what? Question three, Easter Island is an island and special territory of which country? Question four, Cuba is the largest island in which sea? You might have to watch out for pirates. Question five, part of the country of Ecuador, which island is known for its large tortoises? Question six, what is the only U.S. state that is an island? Question seven, what African island is the only natural home of lemurs? Round two answers. Question one, an island is a piece of land that is completely surrounded by what? Water. Correct. What is a piece of land that is surrounded by water on three sides called... A peninsula. I was going to say something like that. I was going to say pencilum. Pencilum? I don't know if that's a word. I don't think Kind of sounds like peninsula. Question two. The largest island on earth is actually a country known as what? Hawaii. Greenland. Oh. Hawaii is a state. Part oh. of the country of the United States. But the answer is Greenland. And it's way to the north of the globe. Almost to the very top. So I think it's pretty cold there. Question three. Easter Island is an island and special territory of which country? So you did the episode about Easter Island because I remember us talking about dum-dum and gum-gum. Do you remember which country I said it was in? It is in the South American country of Chile. Question four. Cuba is the largest island in which sea? You might have to watch out for pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean or Caribbean. That is true. Cuba. 
is the biggest island. Question five. Part of the country of Ecuador, which island is known for its large tortoises? Oh, I forgot. The Galapagos Islands. Oh, yeah. Galapagos tortoises can live up to 177 years old, meaning Galapagos tortoises that some are still alive today would have been around since before the American Civil War. Whoa, that's crazy to think about. Question six. What is the only U.S. state that is an island? Hawaii. It's Hawaii. Question seven. What African island is the only natural home of lemurs? Um, Madagascar. That is correct. Madagascar. Round number three. The category is Pokemon. Question one. Charmander is what type of Pokemon? Question two. What is the first Pokemon Ash ever caught? Question three. Who is the only Pokemon able to speak? Question four. How does Pikachu evolve into Raichu? Question five. What is Ash's last name? Question six. What is the name Pokemon short for? Question seven. Who does Charmander evolve into? And now the answers to round three. The only one in our family with Pokemon knowledge. I'm glad you're doing the podcast today. <laughs> Question one. Charmander is what type of Pokemon? Fire. Yes, he is. You are correct. Question two. What is the first Pokemon Ash ever caught? I don't watch the Pokemon show, so I don't know. The answer is Caterpie. Do you know who that is? No. He's like a caterpillar Pokemon. He looks kind of like a cute little green bug. Oh, I do have one like that. Do you? Question three. Who is the only Pokemon able to speak? Okay, I hope I say this one right. Is it Meowth? Yeah. Meowth? Yeah. Is it a cat? It is. Uh-huh. I'm glad it's not a dog named Meowth or something. <laughs> Question four. How does Pikachu evolve into Raichu? It's Raichu. Oh, it's Raichu. Oh, well, I said it wrong in the questions then. <laughs> That's okay. Um, Pi- um I don't know. I Again, I don't watch this so, movie. So the answer is a Thunderstone? Do you know what that is? Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, well, we're clueless. The answer is Thunderstone. Question five. What is Ash's last name? 
Mm. Ash Ketchum. Question six. What is the name Pokemon short for? Isn't it like something monsters? Pocket monsters. I think I was close. You were close. I knew that. Question seven. Who does Charmander evolve into? Isn't it like Charmelon or something? Charmelon? Is that how you say it? That could be... The answer is either Charmelon, but I thought you pronounced it Charmeleon. <laughs> I think it actually is Charmeleon. Because is he like a Charmander chameleon? Charmeleon? Charmelon? I don't know. Charmanderlin. <laughs> I don't know. I... You're the one who's supposed to know the Pokemon stuff. Like, I don't watch that movie or the show. Oh, so... sh- well, we apologize then. I'm sorry. <laughs> Round four. The category is inventors. Question one. Who invented lightning rods after flying a kite in a storm? Question two. What was the occupation or job of cotton candy machine inventor William Morrison? Question three. Who invented the first commercially successful light bulb? Question four. Canadian James Naismith wrote the first rule book for what sport in 1891? Question five. David Brewster invented which swiftly changing pattern maker in 1816? Question six. The cotton gin revolutionized American industry. Who invented it? Question seven. Who is the only United States president to invent and patent something? Martin Van Buren, Abe Lincoln, or Gerald Ford? Round four answers. Question one. Who invented lightning rods after flying a kite in a storm? Ben Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. A lightning rod, simply, is a rod attached to the top of a building connected to the ground through a wire. The electric charge from the lightning strikes the rod and the charge is conducted harmlessly into the ground. This protects houses from burning down and people from electrocution. I never knew. I knew he invented the lightning rod. I didn't know what it was. But that makes, that's great. Yeah. Because I think back in the day, um, that probably happened a lot, that houses were struck by lightning and started on fire. So probably. Thanks for the safety precautions. Thank you. Question two. What was the occupation or job of cotton candy machine inventor William Morrison? Dentist. He was a dentist. That's one of my favorites. Question three, who invented the first commercially successful light bulb? 
Thomas Edison. I don't know. Yeah, Thomas Edison. What? Yeah, good job. Oh, I learned about this last year in science. Well, good job remembering it. Thank you, Thomas Edison. Because if it wasn't for you, we'd be in the dark right now. Question four. Canadian James Naismith wrote the first rule book for what sport in 1891? I feel like it's like soccer or basketball. The answer is basketball. I've heard of this. Like they were in like a factory and they had like one this like like beach ball like thing and they throw it into this like peach basket a peach basket yes it's that in, is it's true it's that is what it is yeah i don't i didn't know they were in a factory but yeah they were throwing a ball into a peach basket and then he made real rules about it mm-hmm. question 5 david brewster invented which swiftly changing pattern maker in 1816 the answer is the kaleidoscope Oh, kaleidoscopes are so pretty. I love them. Yeah. You can't look into a kaleidoscope and not be happy. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Question six. The cotton gin revolutionized American industry. Who invented it? I don't know. The answer is Eli Whitney. Did you learn about him? Well, He is very famous because he kind of changed the farming industry in America. So if you're like me and don't know what a cotton gin is or don't remember what it is, the cotton gin is a machine that separates cotton seeds from cotton fiber. Invented by Eli Whitney in 1793, it was an important invention because it dramatically reduced the amount of time it took to separate cotton seeds from cotton fiber. Question seven. Who is the only U.S. president to invent and patent something? Martin Van Buren, Abe Lincoln, or Gerald Ford? Abe Lincoln. It is Abe Lincoln. In 1849, Abe invented a method to aid ships that got stuck on sandbars. He called it a device for buoying vessels over shoals. It was never used. (laughs) It was probably a great idea, though. Probably. Abe Lincoln, he was quite the president. (laughs) No kidding. Round five. The category is animated movies. Question one. In the movie Elemental, what two elements are Ember and Wade? Question two. What is the name of the little girl that comes with Sully to Monstropolis in Monsters, Inc.? Question three. In the movie Toy Story, what does Woody have written on the bottom of his boot? Question four. What is the name of the scientist in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Question five. Ka is a character in which animated film? Question six. What kind of animal is Disney's Bambi?
Question seven. In Ice Age, Scrat keeps chasing what food that always seems out of his reach? And now the answer is to round five. Question one. In the movie Elemental, what two elements are Ember and Wade? Water and fire. Which is which? Wade is water and Ember is fire. It is kind of cute how their names kind of correlate with what element they are. Like Wade, water, and and Ember is a little like piece of fire. Yeah. Question two. What is the name of the little girl that comes with Sully to Monstropolis in Monsters, Inc.? I don't remember. Her name is Boo. Oh, yeah. But in a book based on the first film, it is revealed that Boo's real name is Mary Gibbs. Why did they name her Boo? Because she scared them all. Right. She kept jumping out and saying Boo. And so then they just called her Boo. Oh, yeah. So cute. She's a cute little lady. Question three. In the movie Toy Story, what does Woody have written on the bottom of his boot? Andy. And who's Andy? Um, the Woody's owner. Yep. The little boy who owned Woody put his name on his boot so that in case he was lost, he knew who he belonged to. Mm-hmm. So sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Question four. What is the name of the scientist in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? His name is Flint. Lockwood. So, just so I don't get this one wrong, there's another scientist in that movie, like the main scientist that Flint wants to be like, and his name is Chester V. So if you said Flint Lockwood or Chester V, we'll give you credit. Yeah. What do you think Flint Lockwood's best invention was in that movie? I I like his spray-on shoes. I liked it when he, like, made, like... The TV have like legs, and then it like you see it in the end of the movie, and it's just like running around. Oh, everywhere. really? Although I will say that the food machine he made would be so nice for the nights that I don't know what to make or don't feel like cooking. Yeah, that would be awesome. Question five: Ka is a character in which animated film? Jungle Book. The Jungle Book, and what character is Ka in the Jungle Book? giant snake that I was for a play. Yes, you were part of Ka in a play. That's true. You were you were part of his body. There was like seven of you that slithered around the stage. Yeah. Question six. What kind of animal is Disney's Bambi? A fawn or a deer. Yes, a fawn or a deer is correct. That reminds me of the of the line in Sandlot where, where Smalls can't come up with Babe Ruth's name and They were all like, the great Bambino. And he's like, oh, I thought you said the great Bambi. And then Ham goes, that wimpy deer. That's what it reminds me of. Question seven. In Ice Age, Scrat keeps chasing what food that always seems out of reach? Is Scrat the squirrel? Yep. A nut or like an acorn. I kind of get frustrated for him when I watch that. When he's like, got it in his hands, and then, I don't know, an earthquake comes or an avalanche or something. and Or like and at it, the beginning of that one movie where he like finally gets it and then it slips out of his paws. And then it, the, like the whole board moves. I know. falls off. So frustrating for him. Poor guy. 
In the last movie, he actually does get the nut, but then he drops it in the mud. Oh, see? Like, it's always, he gets the nut, but then he never gets to eat it. I also like when he, like, tries to plant it in the ice, and then the ice just cracks. Ah, so frustrating. And now, it's time for the final exam. Now remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one, what type of amphibians have both tails and limbs? Salamanders, newts, and sometimes frogs. Question two, the largest island on earth is actually a country known as what? Greenland. Question three. Canadian James Naismith wrote the first rule book for what sport in 1891? Basketball. Question four. Where on earth do poison frogs live? Wet tropical forests in the Central and South America. Question five. Cuba is the largest island in which sea? Caribbean. Question six. The cotton gin revolutionized American industry. Who invented it? Eli Whitney. Question seven. Who is the only U.S. president to invent and patent something? Abraham Lincoln. All right, here come the shout outs for the ideas. Salamanders come from listener Oliver. Thanks, Oliver. Islands come from Remy. And Remy is from the U.S. Virgin Islands. Wow. Cool. Thanks, Remy. Pokemon comes from Jacob, Sophia, Charlie, and Llewellyn and Gruff from Wales. So many Pokemon lovers. Thanks, guys. Inventors comes from Jaden and Madison. Thank you. Toy Story comes from Perry. Thank you. Elemental comes from Beatrix. Thanks. And Monsters, Inc. comes from Aston. Thank you. And here's our birthday shout outs. Happy birthday this week to Ace. Happy birthday, Ace. And happy birthday to Declan. Happy birthday, Declan. And happy birthday to Nathan. Happy birthday, Nathan. And happy birthday to Nora. Happy birthday, Nora. And happy birthday to Kaya. Happy birthday, Kaya. And a belated birthday shout out to Cooper. Happy belated birthday, Cooper. Happy birthday. And someone else has got a birthday coming up this week. Happy birthday, mom. Thanks, Rennie. It is my birthday this week. All right. Here is your conversation starter. Would you rather be really hot or really cold? I would rather be really cold. Because you can always add layers, but if you're really hot, you can only take off so many, so many layers. Right. That's a good thought process. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. 
Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com. 